You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. This is East Carolina Hall of Famer and Utah Jazz first round draft pick Blue Edwards. You're listening to Pirate Basketball Overtime on The Sports Objective, your home for the best East Carolina hoops coverage. Welcome into Pirate Basketball Overtime right here on TSO. Pirates get a big victory, 77-57 over Presbyterian. In fact, uh, the second game in a row where they had a big deficit, this time 19 points down, and they come back to win it by 20, uh, 77-57. So uh, what was that, 29-point uh, sw- uh, swing, rather. Uh, so you have the 19 down and the tw- uh, 20 they were up. Uh, 39 points. Yeah, I was right. Bubba Rosenbaum, the man, the numbers man. I'll let him handle that. How are you, man? I'm tired. Oh, yeah. Doing well, Dave. And you know, what a what a ugly first half. Uh, Mike Schwartz was kind of laughing about it in the post game. One of the very first things, maybe the first thing that he said at the post game press conference. Uh, I don't remember who asked the question, but he said, he said, I assure you that uh, these. 16, in this case, 19-point first-half deficit. Now, these large deficits are not by design and kind of chuckled. But uh, you know, hats off, to, as bad as the Pirates looked. And, and for full disclosure, if you were unable to watch Saturday's game, the Pirates were without their leading scorer from game one, Brandon Johnson, who scored 24 points. Uh, so that was certainly something to take into consideration. But even so, um, the Pirates, you know, moving forward, you know, can ill afford to do what they did, uh, falling behind twenty-three to four, the Presbyterian. But to their credit, um, they they began to chip away. They got it to thirty-two twenty-six there at halftime, and then uh, with just under fourteen minutes to go in the game, we still trailed by seven. So uh, PC had actually tacked on. Uh, one point to their lead there. But over the last 1357 day, we outscored Blue Hose 39 to 12 uh, for that 77-57 win. And the two major catalysts in that 39 to 12 run were Javon Small, who scored all 16 of his points in the second half, and RJ Felton, who scored 20 of his 23 points in the second half. And uh, going back to the first half, uh, when the Pirates were down 23-4 to and in desperate, and I mean desperate need of a spark, uh, and who provided it? I was not surprised. Caleb LeCount. He is incredible. 5'7 or 5'8 freshman point guard out of L.A. Man, is he fun to watch. He scored 16 points in the game, and 13 of those 16 came in the first half, in that second part of the first half, when the Pirates desperately needed it after trailing by nine. That's crazy. And uh, he has been a real spark plug. And I know the height has been, you know, people talked about it, but the, the kid can shoot. Glad we have him. 
And uh, hey, the Mike uh, Schwartz here so far undefeated 2-0. and And uh, you get by, obviously, uh, uh, Presbyterian there. You pull that one out. And then, uh, Bubba, we've got a, a big one, um, obviously, coming up on uh, Wednesday. Uh, you got at Hampton. So we need everybody to come out to Williams Arena and Menchie's Coliseum. And that's uh, Hampton at 7 o'clock. And yeah. uh, I want everybody to come out on Wednesday night. And then we'll have uh, next week is uh, what I'm looking forward to. I don't want to overlook because Hampton – you know, you, you know, you don't want to overlook a team, but the Gulf Coast Showcase, Bubba, is next week. Yep, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about that upcoming schedule here shortly, as well as taking a quick look at the Hampton Pirates, uh, as we'll have Pirate on Pirate Battle uh, Wednesday night at Minchie's Coliseum, as you said, 7 o'clock, in a game that will be available on the ESPN Plus platform. But, uh, you know, going back to that, that Presbyterian game, um, we talked about Felton, we talked about Small, we talked about LeCount, and in the absence of Brandon Johnson, that's one of the things that made that comeback so impressive. R.J. Felton, uh, I noted his 20 points in the second half. How about him for the game knocking down four threes? So I, I think to see R.J. Felton put up a career high 23 points, and then I'm pretty sure I feel safe in saying uh, that four three-pointers made is also a career high uh, for RJ as a Pirate. Uh, so it was great to see us you know, do the things that we need to do to to win a game that we should, let's be honest, we, we should certainly win. Um, Presbyterian was coming in off of, I think it was a maybe 11-point loss to the Citadel. And looking looking at the game, I mean, early on, uh, very much like that first game uh, against Mercer when we dug the 16-point hole, uh, it was – I mean, Coach Schwartz mentioned this in the post game. The defense was not awful. I mean, could it have been better? Yes, but it, it was largely Presbyterian, much like Mercer, knocking down some tough shots and doing some nice things offensively. But it was, you know, offensively, we were totally out of sync. We were turning the ball over, I think, um, in the first seven minutes of the game. I kept making note of this. I think we had something like six or seven field goal attempts in seven or eight minutes in, in eight turnovers mm. and, then, and also uh, eight personal fouls caught against us. So there, I think both teams were in the uh, double bonus for like the last 10 minutes of the first half. That is nuts, but um, certainly um, the great thing is you get a win. And again, you have uh, a few days to get your legs rested. And there's going to be a, there's going to be a good, the good thing about uh, this team so far is they get the confidence and we win without Brandon Johnson, who, what do you have, Bubba? Um, 24 against Mercer? Yeah, Brandon had 24 against Mercer. And you know, for our viewers, um, take a look at the uh, the Pirates box score uh, from the game against Presbyterian. Um, we talked about R.J. Felt. We talked about Small. Um, we, we've also talked about the game that Caleb Account had. And those 16 points, he was 5 out of 8 from the floor. Two or three from beyond the arc, four or five from the line. He also pulled down four rebounds, 
Uh, so 16 and four for the the talented freshman from LA, and uh, we've seen it now. I think he had what six in the first game. So Caleb McCown is averaging 11 points through his first two games uh, in the purple and gold. Um, Valentino Pinedo, uh, after not having played against Mercer, he played seven and a half minutes, and he did not make a field goal, but uh, he in, in in those seven and a half minutes, he was able to get the free throw line six times, converted four of them, uh, also pulled down a couple of rebounds. So, uh, solid performance in limited action for Valentino. Um, and looking looking through very quickly, um, you used eight players basically that played thirteen minutes or more. Luigi Debo had just shy of thirteen minutes. R.J. played thirty three and a half. Quentin DeBouge got the start, played nearly 24 and a half minutes. Uh, Javon played just shy of 30. Jaden Walker played 15. And uh, Ezra Saar, uh, after playing sparingly in, in that game against Mercer, he played 21 and a half minutes, uh, did some nice things. He had six points and also pulled down a couple of boards. Uh, four of those six points came from the, the charity stripe. Uh, Benjamin Bayer, the Juco transfer. Uh, Benjamin had 25 points. And you also had David Kinsanganai, um, the walk-on out of Charlotte, who transferred in from Navy prior to last season. Um, he, he did you know, play here and there a little bit under Joe Dooley in that regime. But um, David played five and a half minutes. And then um, Saxby Sunderland. And also Jackson Ellingsworth, and the the, the walk on uh, from Eastern North Carolina, who who really lit it up in that East West All Star game yeah. over in Greensboro this summer. He had twenty nine points, I think, and and uh, also pulled down ten or more rebounds, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it, it was interesting to see him get some uh, little action there, and. Uh, so for the game, team stats, the Pirates, after shooting just 7 out of 28 in the first half, shot a scorching 16 of 27 after halftime to finish the game 23 of 55, 41.8%. Um, 9 out of 14 from 3 in the second half to finish the game 11 out of 28, 39.3. And then for the game, the Pirates shot free throws very well, 20 out of 27. So uh, a significant improvement there from that Mercer game when they were unable to uh, make free throws down the stretch. Obviously, this game um, did not – you did not need those uh, free throws as you did in that Mercer game, but still great to see the Pirates go 20 for 27, 74.1% from the line. Uh, there at the bottom of the screen, you see um, it was pretty much even as far as what the teams were able to get off the others' turnovers. I believe both teams had 16 turnovers, so definitely a number the Pirates want to see decrease moving forward there. Um, Presbyterian actually outscored East Carolina 26-20 to 20 in the paint. That's something else that's an area of concern, uh, especially as you play the better teams on your schedule moving forward. Um, you have a game against South Carolina coming up, and I know South Carolina's in a bit of a, rebuild, a rebuilding situation, excuse me, but, uh, you yeah, know, as you progress toward the American, uh, 
I do have some serious concerns about how we're going to be able to hold up on the interior. Uh, fast break points, the Pirates had a 16-11 edge, and not surprisingly, uh, the bench for the Pirates was able to outscore the Presbyterian bench 29-9. to uh, So there you have some of the numbers from the 77-57 win over Presbyterian. Yeah, about the 51 spot in the second half, you know, the down six at halftime and uh, overall that, that that swing you talked about is just amazing, but uh, great stuff. Hey, by the way, um, Bubba, if you didn't know, I just checked uh, for those that want to, they're like you and me, uh, I, you and I will have to discuss this off air, but for those wondering about the Gulf Coast Showcase, Yes, it is televised, but it's uh, on Flow Hoops, and you have to pay a total of twenty nine ninety nine a month, or it's two hundred and ten dollars a year. So I'm going to get it because I want to watch my Pirates play. Um, I don't know if Bubba, if you will, but uh, certainly I'm hoping uh, I get my money's worth uh, for that. No, seriously, I will be a Pirate, obviously, regardless. But I was just curious about if you. Uh, know people that are going to do that. Yeah, and that's something, um, that's what I would have guessed um, based on history as far as that being televised on Flow Sports. Uh, I'm sure I probably will and um, make sure I make a note to, uh, I'll look and see, would you say ten ninety nine a month? No, twenty nine ninety nine. is 30 bucks. Oh, 30 bucks. Uh, <laughs> so, uh I'd imagine what I may do, uh, depending on, I'd probably, because obviously my dad will want to watch it, so we'll we'll probably we'll probably split it and uh, watch it at his house. Yeah, that's what it that's what it's going to say. It's a shame you and I are not. You know what you know what you and I would do if we live closer is a lot of stuff like that. We would uh, we're both cheapskates, but uh, uh, we would do that. And I don't consider that be, that's just that's just smart. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm just uh, I'm being silly. Um, but anyway, that uh, tournament is going to be fantastic with a number of uh, great teams. We'll play Indiana State. I know that's uh, coming up in the men's bracket. But anyway, um, if you're curious about that, uh, we won't waste any time. It's Gulf Coast, uh, GulfCoastShowcase.com. We'll try to see if we can get someone on um, maybe next week for that. But uh, first things first, um, the Pirates will have off, and then we play on Wednesday night next week against Hampton and at seven o'clock get your tickets by the way call our good friends at the ticket office Coleman Spain man he does a great job and Bubba he's a pirate he wants us to be packing Williams Arena obviously at Menchie's Coliseum and Dowdy Ficklin as well um, and by the way um, tickets are on sale obviously single game tickets you get your I think I'll have to double check and get your season tickets still but speaking of sp- season tickets Bubba Again, I want to remind fans, I know that we're talking about Pirate Basketball on Pirate Basketball Overtime, but um, if you want baseball tickets, I'll just put it this to you, wait to you guys. If you want baseball tickets, be ready for Thanksgiving weekend, okay? That's all I'm going to say right now, um, but be sure to do that. Um, and, Bubba, I know that uh, you have notes on Hampton, so we want to look uh, at that upcoming as we just did, gave you the recap of the last game against Presbyterian, and now I'm going to pitch it to you for those notes on Hampton. Yeah, taking a look very quickly uh, at the Hampton Pirates, um, this is the program. 
You know, when, when you think of Hampton, uh, obviously you think of them as uh, being an HBCU and then having been in the, been in the, uh, the MEAC. But now they're in the CAA. So uh, they, I think they had a brief stay in the Big South. Now they've moved on to the CAA. So they're probably going, they're going to be taking some lumps this year. Obviously, James Madison, uh, who they've already played, um, has moved on to the uh, Sun Belt. But uh, James Madison, James Madison uh, beat them uh, very handily. I think it was 48 points. Uh, so this this is a game that we have to take care of our business, get to 3-0, and and uh, not lose any, any of that momentum. Uh, Headed it, headed down into the, the Florida Gulf Coast Showcase, uh, a shootout as Dave was mentioning. Uh, as far as Hampton and some of their some of their uh, top players, uh, Marquise Goodwin or Godwin, excuse me, uh, twelve points uh, is what he had against JMU in that game that was won by the Dukes, one hundred six fifty eight. And Godwin, he is a six five senior. And that's a common theme uh, with this team. They seem to often use a four-guard lineup. And a lot of guys that are 6'5 or 6'6 uh, and some versatility there. But uh, it will be interesting to see if we can exploit them a bit on the inside, uh, be it with um, Luigi or Valentino or maybe Ezra. Uh, so that is something to keep an eye on uh, going into this game. Um, Godwin, he is a, 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 a I'd say excellent, uh, at least an average to maybe slightly above average three-point shooter. Uh, however, uh, Russell Dean, who's also a 6'5 senior guard, uh, he doesn't shoot it very well from three, but um, this, this year he's averaging 10 points a game, I believe. In the last two seasons, he had averaged, you know, 15 a game as a junior, and then as a sophomore had averaged a little over 11 points a game and also averaging between four and four and a half rebounds. So Russell Dean is someone also to keep an eye on as you follow Wednesday night's game. And then uh, Raymond Raymond Bethay uh, Jr., uh, he also uh, is playing a significant significant number of minutes for the Hampton Pirates uh, who do utilize, as I said, that four-guard lineup. Dave, you're on mute. Thank you, Bubba. Uh, get your tickets at ecupirates.com, 1-800-DIAL-ECU, as the game that will be Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And hey, we want to make sure everybody gets out there in the next week at uh, Florida Gulf Coast. We'll be playing the that uh, the Gulf Coast Showcase should be a lot of fun at Hertz Arena there. And how do you pronounce that? Is that Estero, um, Florida? How do you pronounce that, Bubba? Do you know off the top of your head? No, I'd, I'd have to look at it. And then... It's E-S-T-E-R-O. Estero is what I was thinking, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Estero. But uh, I'm not 100% on that either. Yeah, but again, we're, uh, we want to pay attention to Hampton. And wouldn't that be great to be three and zero going into uh, the uh, Gulf Coast Showcase coming up next week? And 
you have uh, three games next week. So uh, it'll be great to see how we do in a preseason tournament. First time with Coach Schwartz being at the at the helm. So we'll see how that uh, that turns out. I'm looking forward to it. I am really excited about it. And I tell you what, um, I want everybody to go out there. And then we need to pack Williams Arena on Wednesday night. And then on Saturday, again, uh, we could pack that football stadium. would be tremendous. But Bubba, uh, I, I'm really happy with so far. I know that uh, we've had the we've had the comebacks, uh, two comebacks, and we can't do that forever. But uh, we could be uh, 0-2 right now. So very happy to be 2-0. And uh, I know that you have some scores from around American, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, obviously, um, the Pirates and Presbyterian, that, that was from a couple of days ago on Saturday afternoon. Uh, but uh, as we're live here on Monday night, uh, three games took place in the American tonight. Uh, you had number three, Houston, defeating Oral Roberts, who normally has uh, a very good team. Not sure how they're supposed to be this year, but uh, Houston did not struggle at, o- at all with ORU. Uh, defeating them 83-45 to 45, uh, in the Cougar Classic. Uh, you had UCF. Uh, they defeated Western Illinois 70-37. to 37. Uh, So the Knights, after losing that uh, double overtime thriller to UNC Asheville in their opener, uh, they have bounced back with consecutive wins, um, again, over Western Illinois tonight and then over the weekend. They picked up a 14-point win over Florida State, uh, which, which was uh, excellent for the league. And just out of – if uh, Pirate fans are curious, uh, Brandon Sugg so far in three games with UCF, he is averaging 10 points and five rebounds. And tonight against Western Illinois, had eight points and six rebounds. Yeah, that's to be expected, right? Yeah, uh, certainly expected uh, Brandon to do well. And as long as the, the Pirates are successful against him, uh, I, I want Brandon to do well. He gave us all for the purple and gold. And uh, I think under the circumstances, it was un- it was understandable that he left. Uh, and then the other game within the American that took place tonight, you had the Stetson Hatters, 68, uh, South Florida, 67. And that game was played in Tampa. Man, that's and tough. Some other games over the weekend. Uh, Cincinnati uh, defeated Eastern Kentucky 87-69. Um, that was on Sunday afternoon. Uh, on Saturday, in addition to the Pirates defeating Presbyterian, you had Tulsa defeat Jackson State uh, 85-79. And this one, uh, listen to this one, Dave. You had Alcorn State 66 and Wichita State 57. Whoa. I, I missed that score. Wow. I would have never guessed that in a million years. But, you know, it's funny. People talking about the Louisville loss uh, last week and all that. This is what's fun about preseason, the early part, non-conference. You just know, never know what team you're going to get, and things happen, you know? I mean, so I don't put a lot of stock in that. I don't know about you, Bob. I'm excited for – I'm giddy to have college basketball back. But, you know, I, I don't put a lot of stock in – uh, if it's multiple games, yes, but to have one, it's early on in the year. Uh, you don't want it to happen to your team, but it happens, and you it's like life. How do you pick up the pieces, you know? And, yeah, no doubt. And uh, going 
going back to Friday's action, I mentioned uh, the win that UCF had, 68-54 over the Seminoles. Um, you had Auburn, um, number 15 Auburn, taking down South Florida, 67-59. Uh, SMU lost by 12 at number 24 Dayton. Temple, after being uh, upset by Wagner, and Temple bounced back with a huge win over number 16 Villanova and rushed the court after that uh, win in that crosstown rivalry there uh, in Philly. And then you had Houston uh, that won 81 to 55 over St. Joe's in the Veterans Classic. Yeah, man. Coach Sampson's got another great team, don't he, Bubba? I mean, uh, they should be final eight, final four again. So, um, Houston's the once again with Coach Sampson's job he's done there at Houston. Uh, great team, and don't be surprised to see them represent one more time uh, the American in the Final Four. Definitely Elite Eight team, but man, they could easily I could see them uh, playing for a national championship. And uh, he's got that program rolling uh, down in Houston. Uh, looking forward to uh, playing them for sure. Bubba, do you have anything before we get out of here? No, just uh, get out the Minji's. You know, we need everyone that's right there in the Greenville area. And uh, take a friend with you. And the attendance wasn't as good in game two uh, after having 4,600-plus uh, for Coach Schwartz's first game against Mercer. Uh, we had something like 3,700, between 37 and 37. 50, I want to say, uh, for that game against Presbyterian. So um, get out there Wednesday night. And uh, Wednesday night can be a tough draw at times. You, yep. you know, folks have church going on and different That's things right, right there yeah. in the middle of the week. So, uh, you know, if nothing else, you know, hopefully we'll have at least as many as we did for Presbyterian. But uh, get out there and uh, support this ball club and help help them get to 3-0. and That'll be great again going up, uh, not to look ahead to the – Gulf Coast Showcase. I'll say it one more time. Great to be 3-0. and And then, you know, with those preseason tournaments, anything can happen. Bubba, thanks for your hard work, man. I appreciate you so much uh, for all the work, for all the, the shows we have here on the Sports Objective. This, of course, uh, we'll have the Pirate Basketball Overtime. We'll have that again Wednesday night and um, after the game. So make sure you tune in. And all our programming, don't forget to like our Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That YouTube channel is exploding thanks to you and telling your friends. All right, for Bubba Rosenbaum, you've been watching the Pirate Basketball Overtime, and it's right here on the Sports Objective. Good night, everybody, and as always, go Pirates. Put your The island man is crazy in here. A whole sea of purple and gold waving in here. Keep a plank for the shark tank. Traders beware because we got a whole bunch of body sailors in here. You're watching the Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. Like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, we appreciate you listening to the show and go pirates. <laughs>